severe beatings. I had a coma. For 11 days. And even deaths. I will do everything that I have to do as long as I am alive to ensure that justice is served for my child. What is happening in Kenya's classrooms? I'm in Mombasa on Kenya's coastline to meet 15 year old Caleb Mwane. His family say he nearly died last year after being beaten in school by a teacher and fellow students. Kufika kule huyu hangeweza kutoka kitandani. Hangeweza kuongea. Aende ada coma yakapelekwa ICU for 11 days. Huyu tukiwa hospitali. Ndiye huyu anaoshwa. Alikuwa hivi mwili mzima. Caleb says his school director Nancy Gachewa beat him for taking too much food at breakfast. He says she then ordered an older student to carry on beating him. The wounds on his back were so severe, he had skin grafts. The teacher and student were arrested and charged with assault causing grievous bodily harm. Eid Salim was sentenced to four years in prison. In a plea bargain, he's testifying against Nancy Gacheo. She denies the charge. I the sad thing is, Caleb's case is far from unique. Corporal punishment was banned in Kenyan schools in 2001, but more than 20 years on, it is still happening. You only have to go online to see how many videos and news reports are being uploaded showing how prevalent corporal punishment is in Kenya, and in fact, the whole of Africa. I mean, these things are being posted on a weekly basis. The Teacher Service Commission, or TSC, is an independent organization that manages all aspects of the teaching profession in Kenya. On condition of anonymity, a TSC employee told us they have seen a massive rise in reports of the most severe cases of corporal punishment in Kenyan schools. It is becoming a crisis, cases of children being injured and maimed. Some of these cases have resulted into very severe consequences, even death. According to our source, the number has quadrupled from 7 to 29 in the last three years, but most are never reported. The cases are on the increase. It's getting more severe now than it was before. Over the last five years, more than 20 deaths linked to school beatings have been reported in the media. 15-year-old Abby Samuels is one of them. Martha is her mom. She was an athlete. She was the best girl in sports. Abby died in 2019. Witnesses say she was beaten by the deputy principal because of the way she wore her hair. Friends wrote her small little notes. This one says, we will always bring a smile. The school claim Abby died in her sleep in her dormitory bed. Martha demanded an autopsy, believing the beating caused Abby's death. 
the autopsy report revealed that she had severe head injury, blunt force trauma. So somebody hit her to cause that kind of an injury to her, leading to her death. After years of trying to get to the truth, Martha took her campaign to the streets. That is when it gained momentum. That is when investigations started afresh. I had good teachers and I had bad teachers. The bad ones really need to pay. We requested an interview with the Ministry of Education, but nobody was willing to speak to us. One organization who is pushing for change is Beacon Teachers Africa. Launched in Kenya four years ago to protect children in schools, it's now a pan-African movement. I know you've heard stories of people saying, oh, an African child has to be beaten, an African child learns through the skin. All these are just theories. Robert Omwa is one of 3,000 Beacon teachers in Kenya. He too used to beat his students. He would use anything that looks like a stick, so this roller would do. So basically for boys, we would hit them on the butt. Like, so that's like, yeah, and then you'd hit them on the butt. And then for girls, they would stretch their hands and uh, we'd hit them on the hands. Now he spreads a message of non-violence. A beacon teacher is a teacher who looks out for the rights of children. So initially I was skeptical about it. I, I thought this is Western ideology. African child has to be beaten. But when I tried it, I felt relieved as a teacher. I felt lighter. I felt the children gravitating more towards me. Four years after Ebi's death, Former Deputy Principal Elizabeth Wairimu Gatimu is in court facing trial for murder. She denies the charge. This is the first case I've seen. It is the case that shall set that precedent on how we deal with alleged instances of uh, corporal punishment. Martha is waiting for the judge's verdict. Maybe the day I give up is the day that I sleep like my daughter. But as long as I breathe, I will not give up. I will do everything that I have to do as long as I am alive to ensure that justice is served for my child. Back in Mombasa, Caleb and his family are also waiting to hear the fate of his school director, Nancy Gachewa. She pleaded not guilty to assault causing grievous bodily harm. So maybe I get it's been more than 20 years since corporal punishment was banned in schools, but the fear of beating still remains across the country. If parents, teachers, and ultimately the authorities don't do more to stamp out this practice, then our children will continue to be maimed, traumatized, and even killed.